0: You're listening to the Side Pod Podcast, Formula One, the Side Pod Podcast. Here's Pat and Ted. Welcome to the Side Pod Podcast. Long time coming.
1: Am I right? Way too long. Way too long. We've been playing this for months. <laughs>
0: So I'm Ted. This is Pat. Pat. I'm Patrick. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, man.
1: All right. Well, I am, I'm Pat. I am a longtime F1 fan. I'm a longtime racing fan in general. My dad got me into cars and racing when I was probably like four or five years old. So F1 is my favorite sport in the world. I've been following it heavily for the past five, six years. And I've wanted to get into more creating content for it and My buddy Ted here is starting to take an interest. So, Ted, how about you? What got you into this?
0: Well, you're looking at him. This guy's sitting across the screen from me. No, yeah, I mean, Pat Dog. we go way back. We worked for years together. Right at this point,
1: we've worked together for years. It's it's coming up on two years. At least
0: two years. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that was just my introduction to the sport was your love for it. And me and you just being close, we'd be talking about it all the time. So we figured we'd talk about it for other people. Kind of like maybe get something out there for the Americans.
1: Yeah, well we obviously there's, there's not many American podcasts yeah. for F one that I see, so I thought it'd be fun to get some get some of our US views out there on yeah. this F one. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean with that being said, I think that's a good intro. Let's uh let's just I think get right into it, right?
1: righty. so we can talk about first did you watch any of did you get to the chance to see live any preseason testing?
0: So I didn't so, yeah, for the preseason, I didn't uh, watch any of it live. I did watch uh, that video you sent me for reference. So, like, a lot of, like, how um, all the teams kind of performed on each day. That video had this really cool graphic where it would show, like, all the cars kind of, like, in where they like their best time was. So, that's kind of, yeah. like, what my experience with the preseason was.
1: Yeah, what, what I liked is um, people were kind of worried that this year there was only three days of testing. Usually, it's a little bit longer than that. Um, so, there was not a lot of time for each team to really go out there and, you know, check all their different balances, to run different setups. You know, like, I feel like when you have that short of time, uh, you kind of have to just focus on something in particular if you want to do, like, long runs mm-hmm. to see, you know, how's the car going to do over a long period of time. Or you can do these short runs and see, hey, what's our race pace? What's our qualifying pace? So, like, I personally like the idea of short sessions because it, I, you don't see, like, sandbagging.
0: Is that, like, the equivalent of, like, maxing out? Like, we're going to see, like, the fastest lap we could do in one lap.
1: Yeah, so so that, that's what I'm saying. So people are going to take one or the other. So you're either going to want to do short runs, mm-hmm. which is, hey, let's throw a low fuel load in. Let's throw one of the softer tires on. And, like, what's our pace in qualifying? What's our mm-hmm. pace over short distances? You know, how do we do on low fuel? Mm-hmm. Or... Do you load the car up with fuel and just let the car run yeah. for like a long time? You know, what's our what's our laps gonna look like in a race pace over with a heavy car over long distances? And like for that, like how's our reliability? If you run a hundred laps in a day and the car's running like fine, that's a great sign. Yeah, that's right kind of right?
0: like so. That kind of reminds me of like the beginning of last season when we saw Red Bull like a couple of races was like their car would just, like, explode, for lack yeah, of a better literally. word. It didn't, I don't know if it actually exploded or not, but that's, like, the difference between they might have done a little bit more, like, short, like, let's see how mm-hmm. fast we can get this car going, as opposed to, yeah. like, how does this car run over 30 laps, maybe?
1: Yeah, so that's yeah. So that's one of the things I like, is that it, I think it forces, also, teams to show their hands more. Yeah. Because when you have longer sessions and everything, these... The teams can just be like, hey, you know, like we know what the car is capable of. Over, we've been doing this for so long. Like, I think you saw more sandbagging in a sense of like the higher teams didn't want to show what they have. They just go out there and
0: like do circles around the track just to like not give anything away.
1: And I think the only team that could have done that this year was Red Bull just because they were just so dominant last season.
0: See, the thing I saw from that video was they were just talking about how the Red Bull car looked just better than it did last year.
1: It's, yeah. Well, I'll definitely talk more about that later. But watching the Red Bull on track with Sergio Perez on that last day, Mm -hmm. it looked scary. Like, this thing is a missile.
0: Let's let's talk about the preseason more specifically, right? So uh, from the research I did, there was, like, a lot of talk about how maybe the cars were going to be a little slower this year. Mm -hmm. But there was only three teams that actually went slower in testing than – Comparison to last year, right? It was Ferrari, yeah. Alpine, and McLaren. All were the only teams to not improve on their testing times. Mm-hmm. Is that just a product of like the new regulations, or do you think like those teams are taking a step back?
1: Okay, so what th- you said? McL- I'm guessing I didn't get it really. It was it was, it was, I'm was, I'm it was McLaren, Alpine, and Alphatari.
0: No, it was Ferrari, Alpine, Ferrari. And McLaren. Yeah, we're all about a half a second slower than their times uh, last yeah,
1: year. Mc- McLaren definitely this season. I think they've come out and kind of admitted to it, but McLaren this season definitely missed their mark. That car looks horrible. Like, mm-hmm. Lando... I know Lando is a capable driver. Yeah. And I don't know much about Oscar Piastri. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, very capable. Like, you know...
0: Racer in general, but now on the yeah, big but, stage.
1: I, but the thing is, like, I don't know. I think he's a little overhyped right now. And the McLaren looks terrible. And to throw a rookie into this not running so well car like I just think it's a recipe for disaster yeah
0: that's one of the notes I actually had from uh just like all the research was that like it looks like McLaren is not really set up well to perform this season like past seasons they've been like top five kind of aspirations Mm -hmm. but this is it seems like it's going to be more of like a lower five
1: I've always said that they were like the best of the rest for you know like two like two years they were making it where like they were shooting for fourth place you know, you had the top three. You're gonna just assume every year lately are gonna be Red Bull, Ferrari, mm-hmm. uh, Mercedes. But I mean, they were looking great. They they had that. Um, what was it last season? They had that. Uh, fucking one, two in Monza. Was,
0: oh yeah, was it last
1: year or two years uh, ago? I think it was two it years wasn't Ricardo. Yeah, no, I think it was two years ago. But um, Ricardo won in Italy, and they got the one-two with Daniel and lando like that mm-hmm. mclaren although daniel wasn't adjusting well to it like lando showed that he was the best of the rest like he was the only person that scored a podium last year mm-hmm. besides for red bull mclaren and ferrari like lando shows that he can do something with it i'm just disappointed that yeah so even McLaren with his... has been looking rough
0: yeah like even with his ability you're just like the car doesn't seem like it's it's really helping anybody out
1: yeah, because like you were saying, so with, you, I want to get to the point of the, you were saying that the cars were slower than last year, mm-hmm. but then Perez's best time was faster than Leclerc's uh, pole position time mm. last year. So even in just practice, they're already doing numbers. He's, he's already faster than the yeah. time was last year. So huh. yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Alpine, I oddly enough, I thought they were going to be the team to shoot for fourth place. I, they didn't really show anything in testing, like you said.
0: That's what I was. That was actually going to be my next question about the preseason. Is like, how much do we read into to all this? Right. Like, obviously, we can sit here and look at the numbers and analyze. Like, oh, they went fast, right? But there was yeah. one day where um, I think is there a, a Zhao Zhao? Uh
1: on Yu. Yeah, I think it might have his
0: been his, It might have been him. He was like the third fastest time on day two. He was.
1: He was number one. On, he actually topped one of the timetables. Yeah, so I was like, and, how much
0: do we read into this? And like, what, what, yeah. what, what is like a concrete takeaway? What is just like this is practice. This is well. Plus,
1: much. they can run like any tire. Yeah. In preseason, so like I believe that he ran the C five, which is the softest tire possible, mm-hmm. and the next. Uh, lap time was on the C4 or the Red Bull. Mm-hmm. It might have been also a Ferrari, but, like, yeah. You know, obviously, like, you can look into it some, because if you're still topping the table for the day, the car is obviously still looking good. But mm-hmm. it's still testing. Yeah. It's preseason. It's still practice. It's like, only a
0: fraction of what goes into the whole season, then. Yeah,
1: like, you can't... Once these guys put their heart and soul into a race, and qualifying, like, it's gonna be a whole different ballpark.
0: I feel like that's, like... I if I'm Lewis Hamilton, it's probably hard for me to wake up and like put my best effort in. Like you're almost 40 and you've been doing this for years. Like I'm not gonna like sell out for the the first practice of the year. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like and, you, and there's so much more to like. You know, you don't want to be that guy that ruins the car in preseason yeah. testing and then the season yeah. hasn't even started and you're a quarter of a million dollars down. Like. Yeah.
0: So I guess the, like to to wrap it up with the preseason talk, right? There's just two things I would say is what is your biggest takeaway and like what were you most impressed with?
1: Okay. So they're going to be one and the same? Yeah. And that's a topic we'll probably talk about a lot today. If it has
0: to do with like your predictions or anything like that, we could like just give us a little teaser.
1: No, it's straight I'll just say it's Fernando Alonso yeah? and Aston Martin. Like, I was at
0: that's some of my shit too. Is I was like Aston Martin looks nice. No, if they are like, for in from my perspective, not to get too much into what we're gonna predict, but I think they take that McLaren spot in terms of like.
1: Yeah, I think they are the best of the rest. Mm-hmm. I think that my, Fernando's hungry. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's old. Like he's he's might be the oldest guy on the grid, but like that dude has fire in him. And we see, if we see him with a quick car and like every the grid's talking about it, like everyone. In the paddock and everything is saying that this thing's quick. Like mm-hmm. if it's as quick as people are saying, and I know that Fernando like, wants, he would shoot for another like more podiums. Like that thing, that might be the surprise of the year. Like they might have put that. That might be money well spent for once. for yeah. Aston Martin. I'm
0: not gonna ask you to place him. We're gonna do that later, but I'll no, keep yeah, that in yeah. mind whenever we. are uh, I'm
1: very excited to see his.
0: When we're his going through, I'm 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 guessing top. I don't know. I'm not gonna say.
1: All right. If you if you do any fancy F one, Fernando Alonso is going to be probably a a steal yeah. for the beginning oh, of the season. Shit,
0: I I, <laughs> I I think I put him in there.
1: I he's going to be a steal for the beginning of the season, and especially because now that we're in Ohio and like sports betting legal is legal. Like yeah, um,
0: he's going to be one of those guys who is like for the, 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 the value is the going to be there. Races. Yeah,
1: but once people catch on to the. F- their speed and how good he's doing. No like so, but for the first like two ra- two three races he's gonna be sneaking him snail. into like your
0: top uh they always do that race where it's like pick the top three, right? And you can yeah. pick something like oh, yeah. Max, Charles, and Alonzo and that probably uh, does that would numbers. Be a
1: great pick, yeah.
0: Alright. I'm gonna think about that, but I'm gonna we're gonna move on. We talked about how the cars look. Now we're gonna talk about how the cars look. How the car can we talked
1: about how the cars look? Now <laughs> yeah. we're gonna talk about how the cars look. <laughs>
0: So, we're going to power rank the teams now. Um, maybe before we get started, what, what, uh, you're the knowledge on this podcast. You know what you're talking about more than I do. So, what, what did you factor in whenever you were thinking about these teams and where you put them at?
1: Okay. So, it definitely took into consideration last year because it's of the same, for the most part, the same regulations, you know, and a lot of yeah. that stuff carries okay. over. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I took into consideration definitely some of the drivers are new or on new teams, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's like obviously, even if you're going from a, a Mercedes to a Ferrari or a Mercedes to a Red Bull, something like that, you know, it's still gonna be different changing to a new car. Okay, it's not something you're gonna be used to. So maybe you then obviously,
0: type of driver. Then taking
1: taking some preseason testing into account because although it's not the most accurate thing, you still get an idea of you know what's going on. So, mm-hmm. um. Since I have, like I said, since I know a little bit more than you, like, do you have an idea of, if you had to put a number 10 for, we if we're going to take it, like, who's the 10th team on the group this year? I, I, I think what
0: I'll say is, like, I probably have some opinions based off where you put the teams, but, like, I, I couldn't rank them 1 to 10 myself and feel okay. confident in those. If I had to say, just, like, looking at the names, for, like, Haas is probably one that is, like, bottom tier for me, just based off like what they did last year. I know they're going through like like driver changes and stuff like that. Like I feel like there's a lot going on in that team outside of like what's been on the track, and even on the track they haven't been that great. Right. So that's yeah. kind of like just my thought process on it, but
1: Yeah, I'll do this. And what do you think of the three your three bottom teams? And then I'll we'll do... do that. Make it a little easier.
0: Yeah. So I'll I'll tell you my bottom three and then you just jump in and, and tell me what you got and why. Okay. So my bottom three would probably be Again, limited experience in the F1 world. Haas. I like the car, but I don't know if I like the team. I'd say Williams. Okay. And
1: Alpine. Probably my bottom three. Interesting. I don't know, but I'm I'm not a
0: good, I'm not a good, I'm not a knowledgeable F1 guy like you are. I'm
1: going to agree with you on the first two. I think, so I'll do it in order. I think number 10 will be Williams this year. Okay. Um,. They looked, their car looked.
0: Isn't your guy like, Gasly? Isn't your guy Gasly a Williams driver he's,
1: now? He's, no, he's on Alpine now. Okay, okay.
0: Who does Williams so,
1: have? Uh, Alex Albon, mm-hmm. who is an ex-Red Bull driver. He's not bad. Uh, he did really good last season for Williams. He's a great driver, and I think that he gives them a lot of knowledge. <laughs> And a lot of expe- he brings a lot of experience to the team.
0: Would you say like if they have a chance, it's because he's behind the
1: wheel? He's the person giving them points. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because then he's now partnered with the first American F1 driver since I think 2014, 2015, Logan Sargent. Ooh, I might. Yeah,
0: I might put Williams up in my power rankings just because they <laughs> got the U.S. guy up there.
1: Yeah, we he, they now have a, a new U.S. driver, Logan Sargent. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's a rookie in the worst team in f1 I don't have high expectations for him mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. um but going off what you said after that I do think I think Alphatari are gonna be ninth actually okay um they really struggled last year mm-hmm Yuki Tsunoda is, I love him, but he's very inconsistent. You say and in, they now inconsistent? Have inconsistent. Yeah. And they now have Nick DeVries, who, don't get me wrong, amazing driver. He was a Formula, I believe he was a Formula 3, Formula 2, and Formula E champion. Mm-hmm. Dude's got a lot under his belt. He raced in Monza last year for Williams and scored points on his first I remember ever that. debut in a Williams. Like, props to that. Uh, but I just think that their car is looking weak. And they have two drivers who don't have the most F1 experience. Yeah and just who I think are gonna be lackluster this year.
0: Yeah, I feel like that would play in huge is like when you're driving a car that's already at the bottom of the grid, just like technically, like putting mm-hmm. a rookie driver who doesn't have the experience and then Sonoda too you, like just something I've noticed he is inconsistent. That's kind of what I picked up on Drive to survive is like he's just not good in my opinion. He
1: he just has a lot of crashes. (laughs) Yeah, you can't... That's the last thing you can do. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you talked about Haas. I think Haas will be eighth. I think they're a low-budget team, and they weren't doing the greatest, but they have... They brought Kevin Magnus in last year, and he did great at the beginning of the year. Uh, They brought in Nico Hulkenberg this year, and those are two very experienced F1 drivers who... I think they're going to extract the most uh, of that Haas that they can. I don't have high hopes for them, but I think I do. Those are two drivers who can get in the points regularly. I yeah. think Haas is going to have a not the best year, but I think they're going to be in the points more than they have been recently.
0: Yeah. They, would you? Is this maybe one of those teams that you could consider as a dark horse? Like you got them at oh. eighth, but you said that these are two drivers who can score points. Like I
1: mean, it... dude, Kevin Magnussen in Brazil last year got a whole position. Like in a Haas, right? A team that a team that had scored zero points the year before, yeah, is on pole position. Like that's a, that was his first pole, Haas's first pole. Like that's gotta be a, that's gotta feel good.
0: So I mean, there's maybe some potential to score points there. I mean,
1: yeah, no, I think for sure maybe maybe,
0: like realistically at eight, but would not be surprised to see them, somewhere around the six seven five,
1: range. Yeah. See the next couple, though, the seven six. Yeah, who they fighting for for those spots? It's difficult. Um,
0: personally, let's say you gave me the opportunity to say the next, the first three. Yeah, these next three, I think I put honestly seven six five, seven six and five. Yeah, like I just everything I've been hearing about McLaren, like the trend that they've had in the last couple years, which seems like a downward one. This sounds harsh, but um, it's it's gonna be a hot take. I think i put McLaren at seven. Honestly. I
1: was going to agree, and I do agree that's a hot take. and It might not be people agreed with with people. Ah.
0: I mean, who cares anymore that Danny Danny Ricardo's not there? Like, it, that's the I only mean, reason yeah. why I cared about McLaren, right? Why most people see, probably cared was, about McLaren.
1: He was holding the team back a lot. He oh. was having a horrible year, and I hate oh. to say that because I love him. You're gonna get some he heat was, for that one. He was struggling so bad in that McLaren. I mean, Lando outscored him and outperformed him every time. Yeah, and it's sad because you, Daniel just needed a car that fit him. And when he was, I mean, when he was racing for Red Bull, he's, he's the only he's the only person that's ever outscored Max in a season as a teammate. Hmm. Only person. Wow. I mean, as high good praise driver. too.
0: We're talking about maybe the greatest ever with Max. You know,
1: like I yeah. I mean it's. I felt bad but now they have Lando. Lando's I think one of the best better drivers in the grid. Mm-hmm. But I think Oscar Piastri's a little overrated and He's the I new guy right? struggle. Yeah. I think they're it's, gonna struggle uh, pretty bad.
0: Which one of the new guys is the guy that had the Twitter beef?
1: That was Oscar Piastri who was, was supposed it? to go to Alpine. And then that's why that's why Alpine has McCle- or uh, Pierre Gasly now.
0: I remember. I think what were we going to do that day? But uh, I picked you up, and you were like, "Yo, did you see? Did you see what happened the, on-
1: the beef?" On the- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to say, "Oh God, I can't remember." But that
1: was yeah. I actually I remember talking to you about that though for yeah. sure. Okay, so who do you have for six?
0: Uh, I didn't get that far. I I think okay. for six, um, who I got left? Alpine, Alphatari. I think. No, Alphatari's off the list. I would probably put Alfa Romeo.
1: I would agree with that also. I I don't really
0: know a whole lot about him.
1: So I think their team looks great this year. The car looks great, but also you have Zhou Guan Yu. I believe that's the right way to say it. Yeah. He's coming in in his second year. Mm -hmm. And he's, I mean, last year he looked great. He Mm -hmm. scored points. Like, he had one of the scariest crashes I've ever seen in Silverstone when the car flipped upside down and then got thrown on the fence. It was crazy. But, um,. He looks really good. Then Valtteri Bottas, who is slowly becoming my favorite F1 driver. Dude is just loving life right now. I don't know if you've seen him when he was in Mercedes. The dude looked miserable all the time. Played second fill to Lewis Hamilton.
0: Oh, I have seen him. He looks. Uh, to me, he looks very uh, uh, generic for some reason.
1: Dude, he looks like he's loving his life now. I mean, he's got. <laughs> The mustache going on—he's got—he looks like he's living his life, dude. Like he's taking—he's out in the wilderness taking pictures. He's <laughs> looking happy. I'll like, always root for a guy who's
0: got a mustache,
1: bro. Look, pull up a picture of Valtteri Bottas right now, and like, just dude, tell me that that is not a, a good-looking, happy man. That dude's <laughs> loving his life right you now. He's the lead driver at Alfa Romeo. He's regularly scoring points.
0: Butchered like, that name. He. <laughs> uh, yo. Bro, he
1: looks happy, doesn't
0: he? Well, you should see what I typed in. And when I went to images, I'm just looking at cowboy boots. (laughs) (laughs) Let me (laughs) go auto-correct that.
1: Uh, But, like, I just don't know. He looks looks so happy at Alfa Romeo. And I just love, like, the team dynamic they have right now. I think.
0: So you put him at six and not five.
1: Yeah, no, and it's only because I of who at is that five. Well, here. us hear it. Uh, I, think that's hear it. Al, I think that's Alpine. I think Alpine last year they had a phenomenal car. Just was played with bad reliability. Hmm. Um. Esteban Akan is a little underrated. I think. I think he's a very good driver.
0: Yeah, he seems he, consistent.
1: Yeah, but Pierre Gasly, he's led AlfaTari. Like they're both they're both race winners.
0: Mm-hmm. Is they're there both a little, French? Is there a little? Okay, so there's some team synergy. I'm just wondering how much of the uh, how no, much of the so pat biases in this. Alpine, for your guy, Alpine,
1: Alpine's French, and both the drivers wow. are French, and that's had they don't like each other. Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon, really? They are not I, friends. I, so I
0: I I feel like that helps.
1: I think yeah. Well, I think it's going to cause some interesting racing on track. Yeah, I think they're going to be at each other's necks. I think it's going to be heated. I think that's going to slow them down a little bit, but I think they have two very good drivers. Okay. I think, yeah. I think they'll be regularly scoring points. I think almost every race. All right, so our top four.
0: I I, I, I feel like I can name them, but I'm just going to let you go. I'm just going to let you go. no, no.
1: Okay, I want to hear who's at your number four.
0: Oh, I mean, so it's it's the team we've been talking about, right? We like the car. Uh-huh. We like uh, the old guy behind the wheel. Remind me, what's his name?
1: Uh, Fernando you know. Alonso.
0: Fernando Alonso. Yep, we're talking about Aston Martin.
1: Okay, so in my book, I, mean, I I am gonna disagree.
0: Oh no! And I and oh I am gonna
1: put I am gonna put Mercedes in four? in the fourth in the fourth seat.
0: Patrick, I, I think that.
1: I, dude, I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot yeah. of hate for that. The, they,
0: the Mercedes simps are going to be on you hard, dude.
1: They looked good at the end of last year. But the Aston Martin looks really good. Mm-hmm. I think George Russell was mistake prone. Mm-hmm. I think Lance Stroll gets the better strategy because... His daddy is in charge of Aston Martin. Yeah, and I think Fernando's is such a good driver. If that, if that Aston is, if the rumors and allegations about the Aston Martin are true, I think Mercedes is P (laughs) four, Aston Martin's P three.
0: I'm not. I mean, like
1: that's my hot take. I was gonna say. What
0: surprised me was the hot take. I mean, the reasoning behind it is all sound. I think you got. I think you make good points.
1: I just, don't get me wrong, Mercedes is great, but like, they've been, they fell off last year. I, I mean, mean I'm Imlo, was, Imlo was hard for a lot of fans to see Lewis Hamilton get ma- lapped by Max. I like—I
0: kind of had, like, um when I was thinking about this tiering, I was thinking about drivers in particular, but the Mercedes, I guess, in general, I'm high on uh, George Russell right now. I also feel like Hamilton's got to have at least one more year left. He's got to have, like, one more championship one contending more cha- I year.
1: I think he wants one more championship. That's what I think I'm that's saying. What he
0: wants. Like, he's definitely hanging around to be in contention one more time. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think somebody who's been that good would...
1: Especially Stay, when... Stay, for yeah. any other reason.
0: Like, you're, you're, yeah. you're kind of tarnishing your legacy a little bit. Like, he could have just dipped and been like, I'm the greatest ever. Like, you're going to have to match me to, to... You know what I mean?
1: I think that's why Fernando's still in it. I mean, look at him. He's now in a great car. Like, I think he wants one more shot at it. Yeah. And I think that... Aston Martin, with all the money they have, said, you know what, the rules don't change till 2026, mm-hmm. let's pick up someone who's hungry for another win, who's mm-hmm. experienced, and let's take these three years and make, I mean, I, I think Aston Martin in these upcoming years is going to be a dominating force. I think they might fight for the title.
0: I don't hate it. I don't hate it. So then where do you, who do you got at three then? Who do you got at three?
1: Aston Martin. Aston Martin is your three? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then we go to against. we already know who my two and one are. And nah, I don't even be, need to ask you. I'm Ferrari honestly Ferrari is number two and Red Bull's Red Bull's gonna absolutely sweep the field this year. It's honestly, not gonna be close.
0: Honestly, when I was doing my um when I was doing my power rankings, I was really kinda hesitant putting Ferrari up that high. Like I was like really? I, I was like Aston Martin looks good. Like I was having these thoughts about Lewis Hamilton, like being a top guy again. I I, I kind of wanted to put them at three or four, and yeah, no, I don't blame you. My bias kind of kicked in, but
1: I think I think they have two of the best drivers in the grid. They yeah, very. They had a very good car last year. I think if they can keep, just improve on the reliability and the car itself a little bit this year, yeah, I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with still.
0: So this, this act, Go ahead.
1: I still think Red Bull's just I, that thing looks like a rocket ship. I think it's really going to be if Max doesn't win, if there's a problem with Max or if Max has, you know, can't. I think it's going to be a clear Checo win. No, I mean that's that's
0: kind of a preview into our driver ratings, but that kind of these these standings kind of leads me into my two questions I had at the beginning of this, right? So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh, Max, he set a record for most wins last year, right? Mm
1: -hmm. It's going to be demolished this year.
0: How? That's how my question is: How good is Red Bull going to be? Like, can they (laughs) beat? That kind of eight, what eighteen races?
1: Was it fifteen I races? I'd have, have to look real quick. They I, I won like a to lot say... of races.
0: Are they going to win more races than they did last year, or do you think it, it it's going to be less but still a great performance? Like it, every it, it seems like everything is making out to be just like the best so, yeah. year Red Bulls ever F- had.
1: Fifteen wins last year, um, in twenty three races, I believe it was, Uh... I think it's gonna be. I think Max is gonna have a, a blowout season. Honest to God, I think it's gonna be. I don't want. I don't want to say that because that's boring for F one.
0: Yeah, I would kind of hate to see it personally. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, it's not like I hated watching Lewis win over and over again. and Everyone's like, <laughs> "Oh, aren't you happy to see Max winning now?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but like, it wasn't even close." Yeah, like the, se- the season. We all knew the season was over halfway through it. Yeah, like we were just kind of waiting for Max to take the title at that point. So. Yeah, I mean the, mo- the most ex- the most exciting fight was watching Charles and Checo fight for P two in the championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no,
0: honestly, uh, and then so and then just... in itself is probably not great for the sport, but I mean, no, you can't argue with greatness, you know.
1: You... No, and like I mean, if they made if Red Bull made the best car and Max is the best driver, like, I yeah. mean, what are you gonna do? Like, I, it's just I,
0: I, at some point for me it's kind of like with Tom Brady, like when he was in New England, like I'm just I'm just sick of seeing this guy win. But then, when we're talking about just like all time records being broken and just like raising the bar higher and higher, at some point, I was just like, I just want to see this guy win as many as he can. Like he's gonna be out of the league soon. He is now, so it's kind of like the same thing for Max. Like, at what point is that gonna become like like it's early in his career right now? So yeah, I I understand why a lot of people are sick of seeing him kind of like just dominate.
1: That's what I, I talked to Chris about it, and Chris was like, "Well, how good is Max?" And I said. Take 2016 LeBron and just let him one v one anyone, and how do you think <laughs> that's gonna go? He's yeah. like he's gonna win every game. We gotta go, that's literally Max's position right yeah. now, like yeah. in the top perf, top tier, like top condition of probably his career, like peak performance. He's got a car that's a rocket ship. Yeah, like I mean, it's well, that'll, yeah, that'll lead into our driver rankings for the year. Who we think are gonna be.
0: Oh, well, hang, hang on. I had one more for. Oh, a... oh no, no,
1: I'm ready. The question. Hit me with it.
0: So, so we talked about how great Red Bull going to be. You think it's going to be just like a another record breaking season? Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. I think that Red Bull. If if the only way they don't one two everything is if they have a reliability issue yeah. or if like a an on, on track accident. Yeah.
0: So my second question is, it's kind of coming from a personal place because I'm a Ferrari guy. Right, and mm-hmm. I've been for the last you know I don't know how long two years you know long time. <laughs>
1: a long, long-standing fan yeah
0: <laughs> runs through my blood my blood is red like ferrari you know <laughs> but so we're getting a change at team principle and since i've yeah. been a fan it feels like they've largely underperformed I, I, right. I personally i feel like they should have won uh constructors or or one of those guys should have been like leading the the pl- not players the driver chip so yeah. I just my question is just like how how long are we gonna give Ferrari a hall pass on underperforming? Like I know we're talking about second place, third place. I don't think, place. think they
1: get the hall pass anymore. I think like, people are already pissed off. We're like, seeing it.
0: They fired their team principal. I don't know much about that guy, but I loved his look, his curly hair and his glasses. Yeah. I was like, this guy can't do no wrong. And then they fired him, Was
1: he was well? I mean, everyone liked them. Kind. I mean, to a point. It just sucks. Yeah, they had a lot of questionable decisions on track a lot yeah. of really bad strategy calls yeah they should have won monaco they... i remember
0: a couple of those races on drive to survive like charles was pissed over them like bringing yeah. them in to pit and so uh, i understand like reliable i understand like why you maybe fired the team principal if things like that are going on but it, it makes me scared because like the next step i don't i mean i don't really know a whole lot about f1 but i feel like like the next step is changing drivers you already changed the principle the principle doesn't work out like or is it not like that in f1 i think
1: there's you might be right with how they look at it as ferrari i just think that ferrari has a very old school perspective yeah on it where it's like hey this isn't working get out yeah the next one rather than like build on what they have and be like you know they're just like hey on to the next hey on to the next i mean kind
0: of to compare it to like a sport that I I know a lot better and that a lot of people who would be listening would might know better is like football, right? Whereas like you're a brand new head coach. Yeah. You, you, let's say you're the head coach for a team, the worst team. So your first, Mm -hmm. your first pick, you draft a quarterback, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Two years go by and your team stinks still. Usually they would fire like the coordinators, like the defensive coordinator or the offensive coordinator would be the first to get fired because they're like, okay, this is the guy making the decisions,
1: Ferrari's like the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Like it's just a brand new quarterback and a brand new head coach every season. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well that's what I was getting is
0: like like at what point at some point, like you can fire so many coordinators before they're just like, No, it's the head coach's fault. Like we yeah. need to get you out of here.
1: I think there's more behind the scenes than just the team principal. Yeah. Um it, it's the whole team. Wrong. Don't get me wrong, uh they hired um Alfa Romeo's team principal mm-hmm. now and he's greatly experienced and I think that he's going to do a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. I just think I don't know. So, I also think the way that Ferrari handles things is I think that Ferrari internally have a lot to work on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was in and I was going to say is like so they don't change out drivers as often as they change out like um like the leadership. Is that mm-hmm. is that is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, no. In, I mean, in general, Ferrari, and
0: for, for Ferrari, too.
1: They like to have a star driver. So they've had, okay. for a long time, they had Michael Schumacher. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone knows who he is. And then yes. they had Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. Big name. And now they have Charles to be there. They, they like having a front, like, front and foremost oh, a face, driver. A, they face a face to the yeah. name. You think of Ferrari, you think of Charles Leclerc. Yeah. As, like, when it comes to F one, like, immediately. It's okay. the same thing with Max and Red Bull. Yeah. You think of Red Bull, Max Verstappen. First now, thing something
0: think. I noticed in watching some of the drive to survive is Red Bull seems a lot more likely to just fucking dump their... A driver. Their driver, yeah. They had yeah, yeah. so no, many they have very drivers. high
1: standards. Like, yeah. they... You better come out swinging. Yeah. So, I mean... But look at Max. I mean, they couldn't do anything with Max. Max's first race in Red Bull ever, he won. Yeah. So... Yeah,
0: and, and he stuck around, obviously, to break yeah, the record for single season wins, right? So that's,
1: like, this dude's incredible. The only person that's like even close to like probably breaking some of Hamilton's records yeah. are Max.
0: Yeah. No, he's on the track for it for sure. So before we get to the drivers, let's talk about the teams. Do you have a dark horse or say like a betting value favorite in terms of yeah. if you were to pick Asked one them. team? SMR?
1: It's just their their car yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. I keep just keep saying it, but like, they're by that people they might already be a little bit more expensive, but like. With, bat, with most betting or F one fantasy anything like that, like they're there's this pretty steep drop off underdogs. usually. Yeah, they did. They were they did, they were rough last year. Their their car was not doing well. So like they're gonna be a very undervalued team for yeah. sure.
0: Okay, well then let's uh
1: let's get into the drivers. I think. Okay. So I know that you probably don't know every single driver. No, you're gonna be the uh,
0: lead on this. Let's just I'm just gonna let you fire away. Like let's do. Uh, Let's. I think maybe we should do something like three or five at a time. All right. And and just kind of talk about them as a group.
1: We can do. We can do. We'll do five. We'll do five at a time. Then three, and then obviously we'll go over who's gonna be the number one. Okay. So my bottom five. Um, I think in twentieth is going to be. Where is his name? Sergeant. No, it's above. Uh, Logan Sargent. I think that he's going to be P-20. Um, I think he's just the new guy in the slowest car. It's just going to be the way it is. Yeah. Followed by him, P- P-19 is going to be Alex Albon. Same thing. Great driver, just I don't think it's going to have enough of a car to fight too much this year. Yeah. Um. P-18. I hate to say this, I think it's going to be... Yuki Tsunoda. Mm-hmm. Alpha looks meh, and he's accident-prone. 17, I think, will be Nico Hulkenberg. And then 16, I think, will be Kevin Magnussen. Okay. Um, I think they're both going to be consistent. It's just...
0: Do you have anybody from this group... slow? Who's, like...
1: A standout? No.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe it's just a right driver bad situation sort of deal or just all these drivers are just mid-drivers behind mid-cars.
1: I think Alex Albon is probably the best of them. Mm-hmm. But I think that Williams is the only seat he can get into right now because yeah. he just doesn't have as much of a future. Yeah. Is he older? All right, so no, he's young. Still young too. Yeah. So let's see, I'm at what, P15 yeah. now? We're
0: looking at 15 through
1: 10 right now. 15 through 11, you silly goose. Oh, yeah. um, shoot. <laughs> I'm going to say 16 probably going to be, or 15, 16, whatever it is. It's be Nick DeVries. He's got a lot of experience. Just the alpha, like I said, is not looking that great this year.
0: He's a rookie, right?
1: Yeah. Or no. Yeah, yeah. No? yeah. He's a, technically a rookie. I wouldn't call him a rookie. I mean, though, he's got he's plenty of driving experience. Yeah. Tons of formula racing experience. Uh, 15. I'm going to go with. That was DeVries.
0: P- 14, right?
1: No. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. 14, uh, Oscar Piastri. I think the car looks pretty mid, and I think that he's going to struggle a lot more than people think he's going to. Yeah.
0: I'm surprised he's not lower, honestly. Just being um, a rookie in a bad car, potentially. I mean, maybe yeah. there's
1: a little bit of, like,
0: McLaren is still, like, not a bottom-tier team. They just have a a, a bad car for a good team, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I just, I just think, yeah, I just think that he's going to struggle overall. I just think that the, I think the car will improve over the season. So for 13, I have Zhou Guan Yu. Uh, I think he's just still learning. I think the car is going to be pretty good, but he's in a slower car and he's, this is only a second season. I think he has still a lot to learn, a lot to work on, but I think he, I think he can promise. I think he can do pretty well. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at 12 or 13, I said. We're at 12 now. 12. I'm gonna probably go with Pierre Gasly. I hate Ooh, to say it. Yeah. I know he's my guy. Uh, I'm gonna go just 12 to 11. I'm gonna go Pierre Gasly, Esteban Akon. Mm-hmm. Um,. I think they're gonna. I just think they're gonna struggle too much being a, a fully French outfit. I think there's gonna be some heated moments. I think the car looks mid in mid season testing or yeah. preseason testing. I just don't have high hopes for them.
0: Yeah. Well, let me stop you because I feel like we are kind of at a point where we've listed a lot of the bad cars, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What would who would you say is like most likely in this first half to get the most out of a bad car? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Um. Honestly, Alex Albon will probably be the guy who, even though he's really low the really low at the list. Yeah. He's a good enough driver. where he will put that car in a place that it doesn't deserve to be? Yeah. Honestly. Okay. He's very good at that. He put the. He, I mean, he scored a couple times on Williams last year. In Australia, he didn't pit until the very last lap, just to get track position. Hmm. And then was able to score a point doing that. Like it huh. was crazy. To that's go a, yeah, that's to go almost an entire race with one set of tires is impressive. So yeah.
0: And I guess the inverse to that question is who is what is a car that's like maybe the best of this bottom tier, but is being held back by their drivers. You heard that?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think.
0: Um We can circle back.
1: No, I th- I would definitely say it's probably Zhou Guan Yu in the Alpha. So he just although he's he's consistent, I just think that it's hard to compare him because his teammates Valtteri Bottas. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Well, let's let's move him. We're at we're in the top half now. We're in ten.
1: Top ten. I think number ten is going to be. Lance Stroll, surprisingly, although okay. that Alpha, even though that Aston looks amazing, mm-hmm. I just don't think he's up to par with the other drivers. Mm-hmm. then I'm going to go with Lando Norris I know the car looks great or the car looks like crap and everything but I think he's a great driver he's a good and driver I think he's gonna, yeah I think he's going to put that thing up there
0: and like you said you number, think the car's going to get a little better too as it goes yeah. on
1: number 8 I hope p- people are going to disagree with me on this but I love this I think Valtteri is going to be a number 8 mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a phenomenal year that alpha looks amazing I think that he, he's, he's feeling good. He looks like he's happy. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to nail it this year with P8. Okay. All right. So now we're to our... Seven, six, it? and five. Seven. Seven, I'm going to actually put... Russell George, George Ooh. Russell. Um I think I just think that he still has a lot to learn. He's making a lot of mistakes. The Mercedes looks okay. Mhm. But uh yeah. I just think that That's fair. No my num- I think my number 5 Fernando Alonso is going to do better than him. My top 5, yeah, I think Fernando is going to be you skipped yeah. six. Did I?
0: Yeah, we had uh, Russell at seven. It looks like. Oh,
1: then we'll put we'll put Fernando at six. Okay. I think he is going to be getting multiple podiums this year.
0: Yeah, I, I'm kind of rooting for it, to be honest with you. Like, if I'm if uh, I'm not rooting for Ferrari, I hope Fernando Alonso wins a couple of them.
1: Yeah, I think that he's going to be a lot of fun to watch this year.
0: Okay, we're at and five. Then
1: five is going to be. I have to say Lewis Hamilton, just because it just looks so rough this year. And I think that the Ferrari and the Red Bull are just so far ahead. I don't think there's any other.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we know who the top four are.
1: Yes. And I think it's going to be really easy just to say it's going to be Carlos Sainz, Charles Leclerc, Sergio, and the number one Max. I think Charles is just a better driver than Carlos. More consistent. Brings out more pace. But I think that the Red Bulls just gonna just be. I think it's gonna be Max is gonna win every race, and if he can't win it, Sergio's gonna clean it, pick up the scraps. Perez gonna be I right just there. Think, I just think it's gonna be. They're gonna be just that dominant. I don't think it's gonna even be close. Do you? I foresee? think we could literally see a a year of twenty three Red Bull wins.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I kind of wouldn't be surprised just based off what I'm hearing and who's driving it's for insane. them. Like they're good drivers, and they're in. In in based off of the testing, like they're clearly
1: in the best car. Yeah, so. I think hundred percent they are.
0: Nice. So yeah, so just to, to to double check, circle back around. We're looking for value in some of these drivers, right? It sounds mm-hmm. like it might be Albon, in terms of like if we have like a top ten bet, like if you're looking yeah. for somebody to kind of squeeze into your top ten or five, if that's something that you can gamble on, maybe. I think the, I think the them.
1: underdogs, the big ones, are going to be Bottas, Albon. Alonzo. maybe DeVries De and then Alonzo's that like early on he's gonna be the go-to guy like, it's like he's, uh, he's such a it's, he's gonna be a menace for the first I, couple of races
0: I feel like when we when I've bet on Formula One there's like obviously there's the first two like or three that are like shoe-ins for possibly winning this race then there's like mm-hmm. a second middle tier where it's like you're gonna make some money but the odds of them winning are not as high. Like I feel like that's yeah. where Alonso kinda of falls into Alonso falls in, yeah. He falls into that that next like you're gonna get plus two thousand on yeah. his odds he, to win that race. But as the it, year he goes has the on, he's the best
1: chance. He is the best chance of someone who's not a Red Bull or a Ferrari driver to win.
0: Yeah. Okay. Alright, so um we did the we did the teams and drivers. Give me Or if you were to pick your your like your you're betting odds, right? Are you picking the, the three teams? So Red Bull, Ferrari, Aston Martin will be your top three in the Constructors' Cup? Because that's usually a bet there.
1: I think so, yeah. I think that... I, I I hate to say that Mercedes is not in that, but I think that Aston's going to be... They, I just have to throw him at them in there as an the underdog. Like, yeah. to see them struggle so much last year and then to hear the great things, like... And then yeah. Fernando Alonso, like, it's kind of hype. Yeah. It's kind of hype.
0: It, it's fun to root for. It's like, you know, like, you... you Never bet the under because that's just a boring game to root for, right? You always bet yeah. the over because you just want points. It's kind of the same thing. And then for the drivers, you're thinking Leclerc, Perez, and, and Max would be your bet on the top three?
1: Yeah. And I think that Fernando has a chance to be a consistent top five driver.
0: Okay. All right. So this that kind of brings us into our, our last point for the podcast is what, what do we expect this weekend? What are we... Uh, what do we think?
1: See, this is hard. Okay. I would love to see Max win. Yeah. And I think that he is. But since I know you don't watch as much, do you know about the curse of the first race?
0: I, I just know from what I have watched is Red Bull comes out and struggles. Like, so, their car just didn't finish, like, two of the three races to start off with.
1: So for the first race of the season, this is an actual thing, since 2017... Oh, geez. The person who won race one has come second in the championship every year.
0: Damn, that's a good five-year...
1: Look, 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 what, look what happened last year. Max broke down. Charles won. Charles came in place. second. Hmm. Lewis Hamilton, 2021, won Bahrain. Lost it in the last race of the championship. And it hmm. goes back to 2017. That's a good sample size. five years. That's a good sample but that's size. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to say I believe in superstitions, but, like, that's a... I mean, if there is anybody who would break it, uh, Max
0: Verstappen is going to be the guy who's going to no, win yeah. the first race and probably go on it's to win a, the championship. It's but, just
1: a scary, like, thing to happen over like, again. Yeah. That's one of those things where, like, after it happens, how do does it not sit in your head? You're like, Fuck. Yeah, especially <laughs>
0: imagine you win the first race. And, like, the year when Hamilton won it, right? Like, mm-hmm. or lost it. Won the first race, lost the championship, He's going into that last race thinking like, damn, the last four times somebody's won that first race, they lost the championship. Like it's probably
1: he's the narrator. He yeah,
0: it probably ticks in your mind a little bit because that's also not something that like you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go out and prove that if you win the first race, you can win the championship. Like, there's just no motivation behind that. It's it's wow. like it's all bad. And it's
1: random. It's also yeah. it's all random. Like who knows what's gonna happen? In race one, Max might get spun out, and or there might be an accident where Max gets taken out, and like yeah. Then, then no one wants to win the race. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like the slowest race of all time because they're all like, not trying to finish.
1: That's funny. <laughs> I can see that. I, see, that's the thing. It's just like the race one's always the most interesting because all the glo- like the gloves are off. People haven't yeah. been racing in a long time. Like you it's so the you're... first race of the year. Yeah. So I, I, th- I think Max is gonna win. Hmm. I think Sergio is gonna come in second, but. I
0: think I got my money on Charles and in a uh,
1: Charles Carlos. and Carlos, yeah. You think
0: just they're gonna take out just because I feel I just feel like at least two in the top three. Like I, maybe it's max one and those two at two and three, but I just feel like Ferrari is so disappointing that they're not going to do anything else but come and set the bar high, and then just not all live all up to expectations there. the rest of the season,
1: yeah yeah i can see that they just dump 100 percent the race one and then, and they're then like, everybody in right, their mom we want want like, a race?
0: <laughs> pack it up send the trophy to charles he's got it and <laughs> it's like two races later he's in fifth you know like and all something.
1: the ferrari fans are once again crying yeah
0: <laughs> insert jordan meme after like <laughs> crying or the, meme.
1: have you heard the f- meme of charles screaming no <laughs> no Oh my God! I have to yeah, look that from, one up. From, it's from France. He screams no, and that's I'm like that's just the culmination of every Ferrari fan's feelings <laughs> after last year. Like,
0: hundred percent. It's it, like especially because that was kind of the first year that I really paid attention to it. And I was like, oh man, these guys are good. These guys yeah. driving those red cars like they're staples of the game. And Dude. they're just no fall <laughs> apart. They're just not that great. I mean, they're they're good, but they're not great.
1: Right. No, yeah. So much. I think they have a lot of wasted potential.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. I I think, I think if if so, your pick is Max. Let's let's get your top three, and that'll close us out. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna say Max, Sergio, and Charles. Max, oh, Sergio, no, Charles. Max Sergio, Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso. I will hey,
0: put my money see on. See it. That. I'll put my money on it right now. Let's, that'll do it for us, Patrick. Anything? Anything you want to close out with?
1: No, just uh, I'm actually really excited to get this podcast yeah. going every week. And I love talking about F1. I love Formula One. And I'm yeah. really excited. for the... I've missed it so much. I'm so excited for the season to come back. I'm too. excited we have three races in the United States. I can't afford to go to any of them. But I'm excited <laughs> we have them. We'll so... make it to one
0: of them. We'll make it to one of these one, one day. That's that's this pod. Hopefully.
1: I think that's that should be our podcast goal
0: for right now is media, the races. media credential like like race. Yeah. Like I feel like that's that's almost easier than having to buy the ticket. Like if they're just gonna like let us in, like that's way easier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that'd be that'd be interesting if we could pull that off. i love that. We definitely could. Definitely could. Alright, that's the goal.
0: Alright. Well, I'm gonna that'll that'll do it for us here at the, the side pod. Thanks Hell for really listening. Good. And uh we'll see you next in a, Thursday.
1: In a in a week's time. In yep. a week's time. Alright. Thanks. Hell yeah. Yeah, we got one. Same.